Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another, another episode of the Tories Ones Podcast, the place where gaming meets comics, meets sports, meets movies, as well as inspiration. Of course, I'm your host, King Bond Jr. You can follow me on social media on Twitter at 301KingBondJr. You can follow, also follow me on Instagram at Mr. King Bond Jr. I'm also the social media producer for the Unpopular Review uh, Wrestling Show Perfect Flex Talk Radio on Mondays at 6 p.m., hosted by Mike Knox. So this week, I would like to give my review of the Elimination Chamber as well as the Weekend Wrestling. And I know this is going to be a great episode, so you definitely do not want to miss it. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of, episode of Victorious One's podcast, a place where gaming meets comics, meets sports, meets movies, as well as inspiration. Of course, I am your host, King Von Jr. You can follow me on social media on Twitter at 301 King Von Jr. I'm also, you can also follow the show's uh, Twitter page at Victory51. I'm also on Instagram at Mr. King Von Jr. You can follow the show's Instagram page at Victorious One's podcast. I'm also, I'm also the social media producer for the Perfect Flex talk for, uh, for unpopular reviews wrestling show perfect flex talk radio um, on mondays at 6 p.m most about mike knox and of course uh this monday we did not have an episode you know because because after each uh PF, ple after every ple we don't have to show on mondays but i'm um, just giving you a heads up and also if you want to uh, follow me on youtube you go use go to youtube.com forward slash at bob Resper jr and please make sure to like and subscribe for more content and we don't need to be to get caught up with our content. And for those, um, just give just giving housekeeping rules right now. Um, if you are watching by way of Facebook, um, you know, of course, this is because this is from StreamYard. Uh, please make sure to click the StreamYard link and give Facebook your, uh, your permission, or rather, and you know, say, uh, give Mike Zuckerberg, give Mark Zuckerberg, excuse me, as you know, say, give Mark, Mark Zuckerberg uh, permission to have your name shown. So that way, you know, I can see what it is. You know what I mean? And um, but yeah, but, you know, but of course, this past week, you know, it's definitely another um, you know, thrilling episode, thrilling week when it comes when it comes to wrestling. Uh, you know, it's just like the never-ending story; it just, it just never ceases to, never like when it comes to this season of wrestling, never ceases to amaze. And um, yes, yeah, so um, you know, so of course, we're gonna go over the, the week of wrestling. Like it's everything that went on with Raw. SmackDown, NXT, and of course, most importantly, um, you know the main, uh, you know, of course, the main headline that I'm going to talk about is the Elimination Chamber, or as I like to call it, the hyperbolic Elimination Chamber. For those that are Dragon Ball Z fans, you understand that reference. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, of course, um, you know, of course, like, like I said, we're, we're going to um, the, the, the go home show for the Elimination Chamber uh, for SmackDown. And so, let's see. Anyway, uh, nothing's uh, you know, freeze on my end, but um, but yeah, you know, I mean, of course. But uh, but yeah, like like I said, when it, when it came to uh, when it came to the, the go home show of SmackDown, you know, I mean, so so of course it took, took place um it, it took place in Australia just just because it was mere hours before you know the Elimination Chamber uh, PLE and. Perth, Australia. So of course, SmackDown was going to take place there, and so of course, it, of course, in regards to you know, in, in, in regards to like the the, hot, the highlights to hit, you know, the main highlights of SmackDown were LA Knight versus Drew McIntyre, New Catch Republic. Um, you know, of course, the, the tag team with Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne versus JD JD McFowlhead and Dominic Mysterio for Judgment Day. You have Street Profits versus off AOP Office of Pain, Liv, Liv Morgan versus Tiffany Stratton, and of course, Braun Breakers in you so of course we have a match with you know with Liv, Liv Morgan um like I said Liv Morgan versus uh Tiffany Stratton aka Tiffy Time I'm, I'm a big fan of Tiffany Stratton just, just letting you know uh you know what I mean like, like I said fan of the uh the stratosphere if you will you know what I mean so um, she's the center of the universe she likes to you know she likes to uh believe she is you know what I mean Tiffy Time it's time it's time it is Tiffy Time I am a fan 
Um, but yeah, yeah, like I said, just full disclosure. Tiffany Stratton, aka Charlotte Flair Jr., as I call her. Um, you know, so, 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 of so, course, like, so, so, of course, um, you know, this, this match ends with a Tiffany Stratton W. You know what I mean? As, so, of course, Tiffany Stratton, not only does she have the skill and athleticism, not only does she have the personality, but she's got the skill and athleticism to, you know, to back it up as well. And so, it's definitely a huge win for her to defeat the former, um, you know, former women's champion and Liv Morgan. And so, um, so, 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 of course, you know, so, so, you know, so, so, of course, of course, Drew McIntyre. Of course, we have a backstage segment where um, Bobby Lashley interrupted Drew McIntyre promo and reminded him about their match at WrestleMania 37 when all, the almighty Bobby Lashley defeated the Scottish Warrior, or Scottish Crybaby to retain the WWE title, ruining Drew's dreams of, of, of defining him on the grand stage. So, so that's you know, been, been, uh, been Drew's biggest right, biggest complaint, you know, about the fact that he that uh, that he won. Um, there were no fans, but of course, you know, I guess he didn't leave the room. Um, the room where nobody was there, obviously, because we had, you know, a much larger worldwide event. You know what I mean? Um, a global crisis on their hands. So, of course, that's the reason why there were no fans. And so, um, you know, so of course, Drew's, as you know, as you, to, you know obviously, as, um, as Janelle likes to call him, uh, Dry Drew. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, because I, you know, you know, I kind of see why it's because, you know, it's, like I said, this guy is starting to the giant crybaby because of the fact that, <clears throat> like I said, you know, like, like I said, you know, just simply, simply because of the fact that, um, you know, that, 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 his, that his win, you know, the, the biggest, the biggest uh, you know, win of his career was, was held in front of nobody. And so this is his way to, uh, you know, to, to, to sort of finish his vocal story, or at least to, to rewrite his story, and um, you know, just reach an entitlement. By the way, uh, you know what I mean. So, so, so of course, you know, of course, uh, Drew set bar for his WrestleMania season by winning World Championship points. You know, or, you know, like you know, of course, uh, Drew set the bar, you know, for his WrestleMania season. So his thing is winning World Championship. Or his career is useless, which is, you know, a huge uh, reach. You know, he just overkill, just overreacting. You know, being drama queen Drew, if you will. Um, so, of course, this promo heightened mistakes. So, you know, so, of course, this is Drew in his, um, in his heelish, uh, in his heel element right now. You know what I mean? And so, so, so of course, obviously that. Um, you know, and of course, like I said, it's a very impressive Showing for you know, the Tiffany Stratton once again, and uh, of course we, uh, we see Braun Breaker, you know Braun Breaker had his debut, um, you know on Friday night Friday night SmackDown. He's made he made a huge rise as he, as he just squashed and dismantled fellow WWE, I mean fellow NXT superstar Dante Chen, and um, you know there's nothing much to really see there. Braun Breaker defeats him in dominating convincing fashion, and so of course after that, along with that we have uh, after that we have Tyler Bray. Television, Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn, um, you know, it's, it's, of course, it's, uh, with the new, uh, with the new nickname known as New Catch, the New Catch Republic versus uh, Dirty Dom and Jamie McBobblehead. And the winners are actually surprisingly uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate, the New Catch Republic, defeat uh, Jamie McBobblehead and Dirty Dom Mysterio. Then we have Street, Pro- Street Profits versus AOP. And in this match, AOP defeats the Street Profits. Uh, so, so, of course, so of course, as far as that. And um, side note, that, uh, that man bun does not work on carrying cross. It looks ridiculous. So, and then, of course, we have uh, LA Knight versus you know, uh, versus Project Drew. And Drew McIntyre defeats LA Knight via disqualification. And, uh, and so, 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 of course, so, um, so, of course, with that, it's, you know, obviously, this match says uh, Ellen Knight and Drew McIntyre, which ends in the chaos um, after the six men, you know, like, um, that were the six participants in the elimination chamber had a brawl to finish out the show. So, of course, this ended in the, in the, in the DQ. And, um, you know, so, so, so put, uh, of course, the best, the best part of it all, you'll see Randy Orton coming out with the RKO out of nowhere to close out the show. You know what I mean? So, so of course, that, that was, you know, the, you know, the, the overall, um, you know, when it came to SmackDown, so what I'm going to do, you know, as a, as a 
guys have done before is I'm going to go over, you know, the, the weekend wrestling and then, and then I'm going to double back around to the actual PLE itself. And, um, you know, because that is the center of this, um, of this episode of this conversation, if you will. And, um, so, so of course I'm going to go into my review of Monday night raw, which took place on February 26th, uh, 2024. Um, you know, of course, side note, I want to wish a uh, happy 75th birthday to the nature boy, Rick Flair, Flair. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, his birthday well, was, this, was just this past Sunday and, um, you know, like 75 years, you know, the fact that he even made it this far is a, mir- a miracle in and of itself. Um, so I might do a legend spotlight article about him sometime in the future. Certainly with side note, I'm certainly working on one with a one for Randy Orton right now. Um, and along with, you know, something, you know, definitely have something in mind cooking for, um, you know, like you know, in regards to uh, WrestleMania, the 40th anniversary, I might come up with like my top 40 WrestleMania matches. So please stay tuned for that. Um, you know, so of course, when it comes to uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, Monday Night Raw took place at uh, in San Jose, San Jose, California, at the S- at the SAP Center. In a commentary, we have Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. And so, so, so of course, uh, you know, I, I would say that this um, episode of Raw definitely start start off in a very explo- explosive fashion. As uh, you know, of course, we see Dirty Dom and you know uh, Dirty Dom and Mysterio standing in the ring. And obviously, as the crowd usually, you know, likes to do, knows how to do best, they boo him out the bil- boo him out the building. And so, of course, as Dom starts to speak, and the boos get louder, you know, then he wants to welcome, you know, who he calls the greatest women's world champion of all time, whatever. Uh, you know, of course, not other than Rhea Ripley. So, of course, so of course, um, you know, the crowd does best just to just to drown him out, just to drown him out until they hear, "This is my brutality." And so, of course. Uh, women's champion Rhea Ripley was a finalist for the 20. Well, I found out was a finalist for the 2024 South Australian Woman of the Year. Makes you know, obviously made made her way to the ring to an amazing ovation, a huge ovation, well deserved. And so, of course, now of course it has been confirmed that Rhea Ripley will defend will defend her uh, women's world championship against the man Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 40. And I'm going to have share my thoughts about that pretty soon. And, um, and obviously, Rhea starts off saying, "Welcome to Monday Night, Mommy," and um, and, and obviously, it's one of the few times where Rhea is not wearing sneakers. You know what I mean? So, it's, you know, I think the first time or Becky at that face off, she didn't wear it, but, but whatever. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Like I said, you know, she's welcome to Monday Night, Mommy, and a huge mommy chant just picks up right after that. And so, so, so of course. Now, obviously, this weekend she went to her home country as a women's world champion and left out as the women's world champion. And so, so far, um, I would say that the biggest threat to her title reign thus far has been Nia Jax. And um, you know, but of course, Rhea proves that it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how big um, you know her opponent is. She was, you know, she was gonna, you know, like I said, she, she's gonna gonna conquer. You know what I mean? She's gonna show up and conquer. And uh, Rhea came, she saw, it, and she absolutely conquered. And so, so of course, you know, what I mean, so, so of course, she, of course, Rhea, you know, like let's everybody know that just because she's from the land down not down under, does that, you know, that does take away the fact that oh my gosh, I can't believe saying this. Mommy's always on top. That's her catchphrase. And so obviously, she's Rhea Bloody Ripley. Then after that, um, we see Becky Lynch head into the ring, and of course, as Becky gets gets in the ring, and she stands across. Sends across from a WrestleMania 40 opponent, you know, much like she did at the press conference, whatever. Um, you obviously hear a Becky chant pick up just naturally because she's Becky Lynch, obviously. So, of course, Becky says, The man has come around to San Jose and the, and the man has come around to WrestleMania to fight you. So, you know, she says to Rhea. So, of course, Lynch points, um, you know, points at Ripley. So, Lynch, so Becky says she's out here to congratulate her. And you know that, that Rhea had a great night, great night on Saturday. Well, as a matter of fact, both of them did. Obviously, they both came out as winners. And so, of course, uh, of course, uh, spoiler alert, um, not spoiler alert, really. Uh, Becky won the Elimination Chamber, and Rhea successfully defended the title against Nia in in her home home country that she was born and raised in, in a in a, in a, in a field stadium, in a, in a stadium that was filled to capacity in a, in a main event. So, of course, Rhea's friends and family were there. 
to, 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 to see the victory and celebrate. And um, so, so of course it was, it was it was better because it now that now they won't have to fly over to WrestleMania to watch Rhea lose. And so of course uh, the crowd boos, and um, you know of course you know Dirty Dom sticks up for Rhea, and you know saying that nobody talks to her like that. And, and obviously he gets hit with even more boos. And so so of course um, you know I mean so, you know so you know so, uh, sorry about that. And so of course so of course uh, Becky says if if mommy won't put him in place. And the man will, and so of course, obviously, the Rhea has been the face of the company, um, you know, at least for the last year, as, as we see. But the thing is, she spent the majority of her time, you know, what I mean, like you know, be, you know, being being fed grapes by you know by Dominic, as as Becky likes to say. And so, uh, mean, meanwhile, Becky's whole thing is that she's been under not only the underdog, but more so the, the heart and soul of the company. Um, she's been a Grand Slam champion, best-selling book as well. Greg, congratulations to her. And she says that the man could do all, do it all, including beating beating Rhea Bloody Ripley. And um, you know, for a side note, uh, you know, of course, shout out to Stephanie Hypes, who is the number one Becky Lynch fan in the entire world, the biggest uh, Becky fan I have ever ever seen, like in life. Um, so, so of course, after that, Rhea asks asks Becky if she's you know if, if she's done going off, and, and of course, you know, obviously Becky nods, and then. Of course, uh, Ripley, you know, warns her not to dis- disrespect uh, the Dirty Dom or the Latino Heat ever again. And so, of course, after that, she congratulates Becky on winning the elimination chamber. And so now it's, it's about time she's disappointed, you know, um, you know, and, and, and stop disappointing Rhea and to get to even closer. So, so of course, Becky always thinks, you know, that, that you know, so of course, Becky likes to think that she's the backbone of everything. And so, um, and so, so of course, the funny thing is behind every great man is a greater woman. So, uh, so, so of course, Rhea is not behind Becky because you know, you know. I mean, I'm not even gonna go go into that whole thing. Obviously, you know, we all know what the catchphrase is. I'm not gonna repeat it. But um, then of course, after this, this is when Rhea and Dominic walk off. And so after that, you know, after the promo exchange, all of a sudden, Nia Jax attacks Becky from behind, and then she, of course, she slams Becky down a few times and then drops, you know, gives her with the leg drop. And so, so of course, uh, you know, Nia sh- shots at Rhea and drops another leg, leg drop on Becky to make, you know, really to really to make an example out of her. You know what I mean? And so, so of course, of course, in regards to that, in a way, I can see, I definitely see where, where Nia is coming from because of the fact that you know she's grown by leaps and bounds, and so she still sees herself as a major threat to Rhea's you know, to Rhea's title, especially because of the fact that you know that, you know she's already beat up on Becky before, and um, you know, what I mean, all, all of a sudden Becky is the one. That gets the WrestleMania spot instead of her, you know what I mean. So of course, obviously, you know, Nia lashes out that way, and uh, so so of course, so of course, Rhea and Dom, and Dom just run off and storm off, and then Nia uh, Nia pulls Becky to the corner, and sets her up with, for the annihilator. But of course, Adam Pearce sends, sends out his officials, to, you know, to run down and help. And of course, Adam Pearce shouts, and Nia warns her that she'll that you know that she'll get fined, and Nia just walks off. You know, in anger and, and disgust, and so, so of course, so, so of course it was uh, confirmed later that later to, later that night, the American Nightmare Cody Rose was going to face Grayson Waller, and then we also see New Day versus versus Imperium in a street fight, obviously to close out Black History Month. How about that? You know what I mean? And um, it's, so, so of course after that we see a uh, Sami Zayn face off against Shinsuke Nakamura. And, um, and of course, we also see a commercial with, with the Rocks going to return on SmackDown at, at Glendale, Air, Glendale, Arizona. And of course, yeah, the SmackDown in Glendale is sold out, much like every SmackDown that the Rock, um, you know, like that the, that the Rock makes an appearance at. You know what I mean? So it's just like everywhere the Rock goes, is a sellout crowd. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you know, because he is the original needle needle mover. And um, so, so of course. Backstage, you see Jackie Redmond um, asking Nia, Nia Jax why she attacked Becky, uh, why, why she attacked Becky Lynch. And so obviously Nia was furious. And she said that Lynch should not be going to WrestleMania. And so, of course, it, you know, because of the fact that for obvious reasons, you know, the, obviously reasons for the fact that Nia beat her clean. And so, um, so, of course, so, of course, for, you know, of course, for Nia, that's, you know, more, more, more of anything, a slap in the face, you know. And so, um, what's going on with my computer right now? But, um, but yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, of course, over, over there's not like a lag or anything going on. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's up with this computer right now at this point. But um, but yeah, you know, I mean, so support support obviously me, obviously not Nia Jax feels as though she is justified in attacking, you know, justified in attacking attacking Becky. Um the you know back attacking Becky the way that she did. And so um so so, so, of, course, so of course with that. You know, like I said, with WrestleMania is two weeks away. Um, you know, like Nia, Nia still, you know, um, Nia still has a with Morgan, uh, you know, uh, later on that night. And she said, and she and she makes sure that whatever happened to Becky is going to happen 10 times even more to live. And of, of course, obviously, it was, as, it was, as it was announced later on, Liv was going to face Nia. Thereafter that, we have Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And the winner by pinfall is Sami Zayn. And after the match, we see imperium uh laughing sammy off backstage so i don't know if this is going to be a setup potentially for sammy you know sammy sammy versus gunther you know what i mean and um so i got i could definitely see him being a viable challenger of you know for that title and so so of course so of course with that we see a new day you know the, the feud between new day and imperium uh culminating culminating in a street fight later later at night and then, of course, of course, also we see that uh, we see Chelsea Green versus Raquel Rodriguez, winner by pinfall. Raquel Rodriguez, and so it's great to see Raquel, um, you know, have, have this comeback and have this resurgence, and you know, for 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 her to have this recovery, the way that she has is absolutely absolutely remarkable. And also, uh, Chelsea Green is super duper entertaining. I definitely have to say that. And so. Um, you know, so of course we see Jackie Redman backstage with Sammy, and so Sammy said, so he says that this win against Nakamura was huge for him because it was. Um, you know, what I mean, and, and of course the loss would have been would have been devastating, and so of course he doesn't know how he's going to get to WrestleMania, but he knows the path is going to find him, and so of course, you know, of course as as I said before, um, you know, we see uh, Kaiser and Giovanni walk up walk up to him, they just you know laugh him off, and then you know, of course Gunther walks up to him and. Stares right at him before, before leaving. Stares and stares at him and smiles at him. And um, you know, if, if, of course, we see a Kathy Kelly interviewing Cody backstage and asking about challenging the Rock to a match, and mentioned that people were questioning the strategy going to WrestleMania 40 to face Roman for the uh, for, for the uh, WWE Universal Title. So Cody says not a strategy. So the Rock slapped him in the face, so so face him anytime, anywhere. Um, you know, what I mean? so of course, at this point, you know, it's, it's definitely on. And so, of course, after that, we see we see Gunther addressing the crowd. Let's see, or, yeah, like someone, you know, make sure there wasn't like a you know type of lag and connection on my end, um, my fault. But uh, but yeah, like 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 I said, like I said, as far as that, um, obviously we, we see you know Gunther and Imperium addressing the crowd, and in his 626th day as champion, makes makes way to the ring with you know with the with both of his uh, fellow Imperium teammates, Kaiser and and, uh, and, and Benchy. So, of course, uh, Gunther says Jey Uso almost had a beat. Actually felt like the title was about to slip away from him. And he's, he says he got lucky. Nobody's perfect, but he is very close. <laughs> and so, of course, uh, before, before Kaiser and Benchy ended up outclassing New Day in a street fight, Gunther said he wanted to address the future. He said he didn't understand that he's been working, working hard. For 600 plus days, putting his heart, soul, and body into making this title the most prestigious in this company. So I know once again, once again, I would say that Gunther is definitely a top five Intercontinental Champion of all time. There is no doubt in my mind about that whatsoever. And I will be right back. that but uh but yeah like 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 I, like I said because you know because of the fact that Gunther has been carrying that title with honor and with pride and he's beating everybody along the way 
to achieve this milestone, and he is, you know, completely obliterated uh, Honky Tonk Man's, uh, you know, title run, and just left, just left that in the dust. So of course, this leaves him with one question: the burning question. There's so many people are asking, you know, and the thing is, who will be his opponent at WrestleMania? He's got to have an opponent, you know. What I mean, just you know, just because how dominant he is, how prestigious he's made the title, and the things that he has done up to this point, you know, he's got to have an opponent. And of, and of course, he sees all the ridiculous. He says he sees all the ridic ridiculous names like Sami Zayn, Chad Gable, Miz, and even R Truth. You know, and then he says that's ridiculous. And, and of course, of course, it comes out the Judgment Day, and we see uh, undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions Finn Balor, Damian Priest. Make their way to the ring alongside JD McBobblehead and Dirty Dom Mysterio. So as they get in the ring, they stare at Imperium. Priest says that you know it's, he says that they don't sweat Big Bad Gunther. Imperium is that you know is that dominant run dominant run second only at Judgment Day. That's the truth. Um, Damian Priest hopes that they you know that they were watching this weekend, watching Chamber this weekend, how they ran the table at the Elimination Chamber, which they absolutely did. And of course, Priest says that they plan on doing the same at WrestleMania. Except they they plan to add more gold. So Priest asks Gunther if he un, if he understands him. That includes the Intercontinental, the Intercontinental title, as he, you know, as he, as he looks at as he looks at the IC title. And so, you know, uh, so he says that since since Damien's not going to cash his briefcase on him right now, he's like, you know, who's who's the next opponent going to be? Is it going to be Finn Balor? Um, is it going to be the one with the big head? So much Jaden McDonough. You know, what I mean, everybody knows that. But that was hilarious that. They mentioned that, and of course, um, Dom steps up, and the crowd just boos him. I thought it was ridiculous, you know. Unless, unless Dominic wants a death wish, uh, you know, hey, be my guest. Obviously, you know, Gunther, just like myself, would laugh at, just like myself as well, would laugh at it. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Dom holds up, holds up the microphone, kind of like snickers at the crowd. He says, you know, he says, when, when Dirty Dom on Judgment Day say they're gonna do something, they mean it, and that means they're kind of, you know. That means the IC title belongs. title belongs to them. So of course, obviously, Gunther shoves Mysterio, which obviously sets off Damian Priest. And so of course, obviously, Judgment Day, Judgment Day, have to hold him back. And um, you know, he says that Gunther doesn't stand a chance if they come after that title. Okay, crowd chance let let them fight. Gunther holds the title up, but then Judgment Day ends up leaving the ring. And so, so of course, next up we have. Um, the tag team street fight with Imperium versus the New Day, and the winners of this match, unfortunately by pinfall, is Imperium. In fact, the Imperium defeat the New Day on the last Monday of, of Black History Month is insane. Come on now, WWE's definitely choosing violence with that. Um, after that, we have the tag team uh, tag team match between Shannon Baszler and Zoe Stark versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Of course, your winners by submission, Shannon Baszler and Zoe Stark. I mean, well, just know what else did you expect? Then uh, Drew McIntyre addresses his elimination chamber victory, and so um, Michael Cole points out that Drewism then won his matches in a rather hypocritical fashion. Last week, he defeated Cody Rhodes after interference on the Bloodline. You know who have been Drew's sworn enemies for the longest time. This past Saturday, pinned Randy Orton after Logan Paul uh, hit him with hit him with brass knucks. So McIntyre says, "We did it, quote unquote. We, um, whatever. Anyway, he tells the fans, "Wants wants to take a moment to say thank you," and uh, you know, saying that thanks them for praying harder than they ever have. Okay, yeah, he's really leaning into this thing right now, uh, saying that because of them this happened. So he's trying to make it look like he's a man of the people, and this that third is all, all this other garbage, whatever. And um, so now it has been crystallized, has been finalized and official that we're going to have Drew McIntyre for Seth Rollins for the World, World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. Oh. Drew talks about being jet lagged and yada, 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 whatever. He says he's the first man in the Olympics chamber and received the busted air drum. Okay, all these excuses. You know, the doctor told me he was hurt. He might not make it to WrestleMania. You know, they asked him, you know, thought he was talking to CM Punk. I was like, wow, come on now. Drew has no chill whatsoever. Um, he says nothing will stop him from making WrestleMania whatsoever. So it's kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? And, uh, and of course, in in true heel fashion, in, in the ultimate 
trolling fashion. Uh, Drew sits cross-legged in the ring, just like CM Punk did for the pipe bomb. I was like, man, this is the Drew bomb, I guess you could say. McIntyre knows that her punk not to be at the Elimination Chamber and they miss WrestleMania and was coming to see McIntyre get in the title match at WrestleMania. Then, of course, he knows the punk straight is, so he drank enough for the two of them in celebration. Then he calls us Seth Rollins. Then we hear Burn It Down. So Seth Richard Rollins comes to the ring. You know, welcome Santa, Santa Jose to Monday Night Rollins. And Drew smugly looks at him. Seth congratulates, says the congratulations are in order for Drew McIntyre. You know what I mean? So, um, of course, you know, you know what I mean? so, so, of course, like just, you know, hater Drew, if you will. Um, player hated Drew. Like the player hated his club on Chappelle's show. That's definitely Drew McIntyre right there at this moment. And so, so Seth says he's proud of him. He clawed his way back to the title match uh, with him for the second time. This time, uh, McIntyre has an opportunity to, to do what he did in 2020, which is win the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, and of course, this time, it's not going to be in front of some empty warehouse, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like empty warehouse full of, uh, you, know, you know, pretty much like that's exactly what it was. Just, you know, just a bunch of like nobodies and like no fans. And then you go to the Thunderdome and you, know, you just see nothing but, you know, but uh, you know, nothing but screens because that stupid Thunderdome Zoom thing that they had. You know what I mean? So that's who Drew was wrestling, wrestling in front of. So this time it's going to be in front of capacity, capacity crowd at, what you consider to be probably the biggest WrestleMania of all time, the 40th anniversary, no less. So perfect timing. And um, so Seth says that one thing stands in Drew's way, that he's a visionary and a real revolutionary is Seth freaking Rollins. And this is when the crowd obviously goes, you know, the, you know, uh, sings his theme. You know what I mean? And so, um, so of course he said, you know, Drew says that Seth is standing in his way. There's no, no easy, no easy job at all to beat him. And so, uh, so, but at the same time, you know, beating Drew's not going to be an easy job. So, um, you know, so, so, of course, in regards to that, of course, Drew wants to find out why Seth's getting involved with Cody and The Rock. And um, so he says he wants, wants Seth Rollins to, to be at 100, 100%. And so, um, you know what I mean? So, 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 of course, Drew says his responsibility, responsibility it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the Raw and the World Heavyweight Championship only. And he wants Seth to, to not go down. Not going on, not go down that path of, of the bloodline, and um, of course the WrestleMania they're gonna make a great match that you know they can be tainted by the bloodline. And he begs Seth to you know to back off of you know of, of that stuff, you know of that storyline, you know of their drama and everything like that. And um, you know of course Seth removes his glasses, takes a deep breath, takes a deep breath, trying to figure out what, what Drew just said. And so, of course, before he even gets the word out, the crowd in the crowd just, you know, just sings his theme song once again. So he says that he respects everything that uh, that Drew said, but respectfully, some rest it got to be worth taking. You know what I mean? And so, of course, obviously, Seth is definitely in the risk taking, risk taking business. And so, so of course, so of course, in that regard, even with everything you know involved in the bloodline, you know, Seth already knows that, you know, that um. You know, at the end of the day, he's still in a defense title against Drew. So, obviously, he's going to make, take care of that unfinished business as well. Um, of course, we have Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan. And the winner by disqualification is Nia Jax, even though she was, she was on the verge of beating Lynn, uh, Liv by a pinball anyway. But, of course, this is you know, because Becky Lynch came out and, and interrupted everything. You know, and um, so, 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 of course, of course, with that, and, and obviously, you know, Liv Morgan felt some type of way about, you know, um, you know, about Becky Lynch interfering in a match, and so there's talks of Liv possibly going heel. Um, and side note, rest in peace to Virgil, and rest in peace to Ole Anderson as well. Um, you know, I mean, so so of course, of course, we see uh, Jackie Redman back talking to the main event Jey Uso, and he says that he's falling short of completing his mission. So it'll be, it could be. His past enemies or his own family members keep him back. Uh, Drew McIntyre walks up to him. McIntyre says he knows that Jay's having a tough time. He wants Jay to know that he deserves what's happening to him. And then Jay mm-hmm. punches him in the face, and they start they start to start to brawl, start to fight. And um, so, so of course, of course, we, now we have the main event: Grayson Waller, <coughs> Grayson Waller with Austin Theory in his corner versus the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, winner by pinfall. The American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, and of course, after that we. We hear, ladies and gentlemen, 
as Paul Heyman walks out to the stage with security guards, um, pretty much, pretty much all duty cops, if you will. And of course, he got, you know, of course, as Cody goes to ringside and grabs a steel chair and a microphone. Paul says that, uh, you know, the San Jose is wounding uh, his stick. Who's he called him? San Josie, you know. And so, he, and so of course, Cody says he doesn't care what what Heyman's name is. It's a bloodline setup. So it's okay. Rock reference, reference, whatever. Of course, Cody dare, dares him, to, dares security to come and get him. And he says it's not a bloodline, bloodline setup. He's the only member there. There's no drop of Polynesian blood in this lineup whatsoever. So this rhetorical answer is no. And these are Heyman's friends in NYPD, where they're off duty at least. You know, they're actually suspended. They're sort of useless, really. Um, so, so, so of course, um, you know, so of course, you say you flew out to California, saying no one's expecting an apology, and uh, you know, of, co- of course, for the, for those that you know, that caught on to it, uh, you know, Heyman used the Will Smith reference, you know, and it says that uh, it says that Cody needs to needs to take the Rock's name out of his mouth. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, I see what you did, especially with WrestleMania being uh, being a Philly this year. So I saw that, I, I caught on to that. I was like, that's very clever. Said, you know, he's, he's uh, of course, he says, says his tribal chief Roman Reigns authorized him to let Roman me to let Cody know if he backs away, you know, you know yeah. get to just get a match with The Rock. He says they can forgive Cody, but The Rock won't. Um, and if, of course, he begs Cody to cherry on top to withdraw the challenge to The Rock or else, but you know, of course, Cody says that, that this time, you know, this time he's not only going after the title, but he's hunting down the bloodline. I was like, man, that's clever. So, of course, of course, Raw ends with Paul Heyman. Grabbing one cell phone to call Roman Reigns, then grabs another cell phone to call The Rock. Business is absolutely picking up in more ways than one. And um, so, so, of course, so, of course, last but not least, I'm going to go into my review of NXT. And when I tell you that this NXT is certainly something worth remembering, um, that is not a lie whatsoever. And by the way, the, of course, last night NXT Sean Spears, formerly known as Ty Dillinger, made his surprise return, return to WWE from NXT as he attacked Rich Holland. And uh, of course, he was behind the, the three faces cryptic vignettes that were airing on, on, on NXT, NXT television. So, um, so, so of course, so of course, as far as that, I'll give you a, some, some quick some quick results real quick. Keanu James defeats defeats Kalani Jordan. OC with Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson defeat Idris Anofi and Malik Blade once again at the Black Tag Team loses on at the end of Black History Month. How about that? Roxanne Perez defeats Jagar Jackson, made her tap out. Dijak defeated Luca uh, Crucifino. Uh, we have Von Wagner defeating Lexus King, which is pretty obvious. Jada, Park, Jada Parker defeated Gigi Dolan. If she straight punk Gigi Dolan. Uh, Charlie Dempsey defeated Heritage Cup champion. No, no one daughter won the trophy, so uh, some metaphor no longer has no longer has the Heritage Cup. Um, and of course, we have a we have a full segment. Actually, no, I'm a backtrack backtrack that, that as well. Um, sometime during during the night during uh, during the night there, there was um, you know like a face to face interaction between uh, Ilya Dragunov and Oba Femi. I was like. Business is absolutely picking up. You know what I mean. So I don't want to sound cliche, but that's exact. That's exactly what it looks like. Um, you know. So, so, so of course, so of course with that, um, like 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 I said, uh, being last but not least, we have the segment between Elliot Dragunov and Car- Carmella, Carmella Hayes discussing NXT NXT Championship um, with Tony D'Angelo uh, in between. And so, um, so, 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 of course, so, um, so of course, um, Tony D'Angelo, you know, you know, calls Carmelo immature and everything like that. So, so, uh, so of course, he, of course, he turns attention to, you know, to, 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 to Elliot Dragunov. Um, you know, what I mean, and, and so, so of course, he talks about he respects him, and I, I wants to go off the, go off to the, the NXT, NXT title, and um, of course, of course, Dragunov, instead of saying whoop that trick, he said he tells D'Angelo whoop that mellow. You know what I mean? So, so, of course, you know, so, so of course, this was very, very, uh, very hectic. Um, you know, like, like I said, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, brown, um, uh, a very hectic, if you will, uh, I won't say, you know, contract signer, or, or at least, like, like I said, um, you know, just, 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 just getting closer to us uh, to stand and deliver. 
And so I was like, man, this is this is definitely heating up. And um, I was like, okay, yes. Yeah. So, so you know, so as far as that, uh, you know, like like I said, you know, like I said, when, when it came to that, it definitely, like I said, things definitely escalated very very quickly. And um, you know, and, and so is so the thing is, I like how Carmelo Hayes is truly in his element as a heel. As a matter, um, as, um, as a matter of fact, previously Carmelo was wearing black, and so now he's wearing all white. I was like, all right, then you know, like like I said, um, you know, if, if, of, course, of course we see uh, Ilya Dragunov and Car- Carmelo Hayes, um, like like I said, you go finally go face to face with each other, you know, and so um, you know, Ilya Dragunov is not human. This guy has got to be a machine, you know, some type of experiment or whatever the case whatever the case may be, because I mean, there, I mean, there's no way there, there ain't no way whatsoever, man. Like this guy is. Absolutely, absolutely unbelievable, and in, in, you know, in, in just in more ways than one. You know what I mean? And so, and so, so, of course, like, like I said, it's slow, slow. But yeah, you know, you know, of course, we definitely, you know, definitely see an exchange of words, you know, with with this uh, a contract signing going on. So of course, Melo t- tells Tony Jangelo to stuff, and and so he's, you know, so of course, uh, Tony says he's just there to do business. He's the only guy that can solve this. And so, so of course, Tony Angelo says he's got respect for both of them, and he likes Trick as well. And of course, he just lets Melo have it. He holds back nothing on him um, when he tries to interrupt him. He, he's had a year, and he's still stuck on. He's still stuck on that title. You know, he tells Dragon Ball that he dressed they dress like a champion. You know, a little too intense. You know, but you know, um, he's he's going to speak harshly, harshly to him because he knows he can handle it. But Melo. To just put his earmuffs on, he's just like you know. So those uh, his way of saying this A and B conversation. So see your way out. So that's what it was. And so he just, just says plainly to him that he wants to take the title from him and not Carmelo. He's earned everything he, he has and everyone that's crossed him got what they had coming to him. They they got what they deserved, and he's absolutely right. And so of course Carmelo's demanding a title match, but he'll earn a title as match as stand and deliver. Ilya says he's features interest and respects. That he's willing to work for his position. Tony says that, that, that says that Ava agrees that if he does, it'll be Carmelo Hayes versus Tony D'Angelo next week when it fights Ilya Dragunov and Standard Deliver. So this is a number one contenders match. Ava Rain says ultimately it's up to Ilya who he wants to defend the title against. Dragunov says he'd love to see Melo have to earn something and give Tony his match, ask him to please whoop that Melo. And Hayes is, is, is just beside himself. He calls Ilya a coward. Before changing the tactics and says that says that D'Angelo can't beat him, and so support support with that. Um, you know, Tony accidentally elbows Ilya, turns a shock, and Carmelo Hayes slams him through the table and signs a contract over him before throwing, throwing the title belt at Ilya. I was like, well, that is it for that one. And um, you know, like, like I said, NXT television never ever just disappoints whatsoever. I tune in every week. You know, like on a daily basis, on a regular basis, to, to watch NXT because it's just it's just one of those things where you know you can never miss a moment of it. Just like Raw and just like SmackDown, NXT, um, you know, is, is, is the same thing when it comes to that. And you know, all I have to say is you know, of course, kudos uh, to Shawn Michaels once again, as I always like to say, and and, and just the direction that, that that he has taken NXT in. You know, what I mean, and um. Like I said, it's it's just absolutely absolutely phenomenal and just remarkable to see, and so um so of course that is the week that is the week in wrestling, and now it is time for uh, you know my review of the elimination chamber the actual um like I said the, you know the, the actual uh, paper ple itself the actual event itself, and so um, the show kicks off with the women's elimination chamber match, which was one. By Becky Lynch, so um, so 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 of course, you're saying that Liv Morgan refers to this match as the E Live a Nation Chamber match because because she's been in so many so many Chamber matches, right? So it's almost like Miss Elimination Chamber. Sounds to me like much like Elimination Chamber. So you know, so of course, it sounded weird each time. The E E Live a Nation Chamber. Okay, yeah, but um, but of course, you know, obviously, the stadium crowd was. Was explosive, you know. But then again, of course, like I said, but then again, at the same time, you know, it's an outdoor stadium, so, um, so, so of course, so of course, like the sound 
it's going to sound much um, so of course uh, the cheers weren't as loud on on, on tv as, as as they would be live and um you know what I mean? so, so so of course so of course so, so, so of course with that um <clears throat> well, well, you know so sorry about that sorry about that i don't know, I don't know what's going on with, with, with my keyboard just now but um but yeah but you know but, but like well, like i said you know the winner um, you know, and of, of this women's elimination chamber match uh, is Becky Lynch. I mean, it was what it was. It was what it was. But at the same time, I feel as though at that uh, press conference, excuse me, um, at the pre- that press conference, they pretty much showed their hand, and you know, and it was pretty much a, a dead giveaway of of what they of what they already planned um, in store ahead of time. So like when I saw them staring out, staring out initially with uh, Maria with Maria and Becky at the WrestleMania press conference. I was like, all right, then you already pretty much uh, have it written in stone that you know that, that you want Becky versus Rhea at WrestleMania. I mean, even though they've they've had a stare down before, but I think they made it way too obvious when it came to the, when it came when it came to the decision, um, you know, of the of the women's uh, chamber match, and, um, and of course, unfortunately, uh, Naomi, you know, uh, you know, ended up uh, ended up getting eliminated first. And so, what is up with this? But uh, but yeah. And anyway, so yeah. But you know, yeah. But anyway, like 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 I say, you know, Anyway, like like I said, you know, your winner of the women's women's elimination chamber match, um, of course, is uh, is big time Becky Becky Lynch, you know, or rather the man Becky Lynch, if you will. And of course, after that, we see Judgment Day def- defeat uh, the New Catch Republic to retain the other tag team titles. And of course, we have Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins on the Grace of Wall Effect, where we see you know, we see Seth freaking Rollins deliver the curb stomp to Austin Theory. And after that, we see uh, Drew McIntyre win win the men's elimination chamber match, and Randy Orton had had it right, um, you know, like you know, had it right in the palm of, palm of his hand. Only, only except for Logan, Logan Paul, he's a brass nuts, and um, you know, and and and, and, and costing the title opportunity. So now I'm looking at now I'm looking at things branching off to where we have Randy Randy Orton uh, versus Logan Paul for the United States Championship. But um, but like I said, winner of the men's elimination chamber, Shu McIntyre. Then and of course, last but not least, in the main event, we have Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Great great match, and. Um, you know, if, 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 of course, um, of course, one of the first botches of the, of, of the night, we see Rhea and Nia botch her Karana, but there was only a little bit of heat when, when Rhea was on the defensive. And, you know, because of the fact that they, you know, that, you know, because they didn't want to see Rhea sell that much, sell that much, especially in Australia. And so, then, of course, they were electrified, obviously, with, you know, with Rhea's offense. And, um, you know, and of course, the fans even chanted my hole and Nia Jax. I'm like, wow, okay. And of course, now his small drop man not only announced table, but it didn't break. And then his, and of course, followed by a big splash, big splash to the announced through the through the table and an annihilator. And Rhea somehow still kicked out. And then we see Rhea win the match of the Superplex, followed by Riptide. Um, you know, obviously to send the fans home happily, happy. And your winner, you know, of course, is is the hometown uh, queen herself, Rhea Ripley, and so. Now, um, you know, the, the picture for WrestleMania is starting to get a little bit clearer. The puzzle is starting to have a few more pieces to the puzzle to, to make the picture, uh, you know, to make the picture, co- make the picture complete. So things are going to be a little bit clearer right now. But um, but still, like I said, still a lot of certain uncertainties, you know, kind of like not too sure of a few things. Um, if I were to, as a matter of fact, Happy Elementary is about to come on, um, but uh, but yeah, but, you know. But the thing about it is, if 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 I were to give this a uh, a belt grade, kind of hard for me to say. I would probably give it about three out of five Eddie Guerrero WWE Championship reigns. You know what I mean? So um, so so at least about about that much. I'll say that's a pretty solid score. You know what I mean? But um, but of course, Rhea Ripley is the main event. She is the MVP. And uh, and of course, she's certainly one one of the top, um, you know, like one of the top stars, one of the more popular faces of the the company. 
as of recently, along with along with the likes of Roman Reigns, uh, Cody Rose, and Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley is absolutely in that conversation. And she continues to prove it night after night. And, and of course, Saturday was absolutely no different. So that is my review um, of, of, of Elimination Chamber 2024. Thank you very much for watching, and may you have a great night. Of course now, of course now is the time in my show where I get birthday shoutouts. On February 25th, 16-time World Heavyweight Champion and Hall of Famer, the legendary Nature Boy Ric Flair, turns 75. Godfather himself of music, Clarence Avon, the Rockwell Hall of Famer, uh, would have turned 93. On February 26th, Eric Badu turned turned 53. February 27th, Chili 130 TLC turned 53. February, on the same day. Basketball Hall of Famer, Laker legend, big game James Worthy turns 63. February February 28th, Ja Rule turn, turns 48. He's 29th, um, he turns 48. On February 28th, WWE Hall of Famer, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat turns 71. March 1st, Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o turns 41. Big E from the, new, from the New Day turns 38. Five-time, 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 WCW World Heavyweight Champion Booker T turns 59. Basketball Hall of Famer Chris Webber turns 51. Harry, Bel Harry Belafonte would have turned 97. And of course, on, Mar on March 2nd, Met the Man turns 53. And before I go, I would like, I would like to give, give a word of wisdom is that making sure to hear God's voice can be a make or break in whatever decision that you make. You know, it, it can be the key to, key to a breakthrough or break down as long as you hear God's voice clearly. And so of course you so, so of course you're victorious because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When you put God in first place, you don't have to worry about being in last place. Please make sure to listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you download podcasts. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much for listening to this episode and may this day be the very best day of your life.